Hi, and welcome to the Skift Airline Weekly Lounge. I'm your host, Madhuri Krishnan, the editor of Skift Airline Weekly. And I'm here today with Sean O'Neill, Skift's senior travel tech editor, who has some um, interesting things to tell us about uh, Sabre and Fairlogix. Thanks for joining us, Sean. Thanks, Madhu. Appreciate it. So let's start at the basics. What, what exactly is Fairlogix? Yeah, so there's this, uh, there's this lawsuit uh, that I'm going to be at this courthouse, you know, uh, following and this case. And so Fairlogix, what is Fairlogix is sort of like what the case is about. Mm-hmm. There's two sides to it. Fairlogix is a company that did two different services. Uh, one was and continues to be helping airlines retail or sell their airfare and content. So in the past... Uh, you've, you've probably heard in the industry about travel agents having green screens, the very old-fashioned clunky interface, and they have a lot of technology to help with uh, being able to upsell passengers on things like buy the Wi-Fi or get the mm-hmm. premium class pe- cabin. And their technology, actually, their concepts were what helped created this NDC that a lot of people talk about in the industry, this new distribution capability. So they've sort of led to this movement of, of a lot of these ideas. So that's one thing that it does. Another, the other thing that it does, which is the controversial part for the purposes of the court case, is that they try to have a, a way of bypassing the three major technology middlemen, which are Sabre, Amadeus, and Travelport. So the airline's... Uh, like American Airlines, which is one of the major um, people testifying in the case, are concerned that if that Sabre might try to quash that product uh, and that product lets them avoid some of the fees that Sabre and its peers charge them. Uh, And so that is what they're kind of upset about. And so the judge is going to have to decide to what extent there's an antitrust issue here. So let's back up a little bit. You mentioned the court case and and the U.S. Justice Department is moving to block the Sabre Fair, Sabre's acquisition of Fair Logics on antitrust concerns. Why would Sabre be interested in buying this company? That's right. So in November 2018, Sabre offered $360 million to buy Fair Logics, And it said that what it wanted to do was to really scale up all of those ancillary upselling merchandising tools that Fairlogix has. Fairlogix, according to the testimony in the trial, had tried to shop itself around to other people because it sort of had run out of steam. Mm-hmm. Uh, early investors, Sandler Capital, had invested somewhere and they wanted to have a payoff. And so they were hoping and they shopped it around to a couple of airlines and the airlines didn't want to buy. Uh, and so Sabre decided to buy. And so that is the reason that is said for why they want to do it. Now, the U.S. government lawyers are alleging that, um, as they one of them said in, uh, during uh, testimony, that, you know, Sabre's trying to kill fair logics. So. Okay, well, well, you know, so you, why does the government have antitrust concerns? So it's a very small deal. I mean, in the big picture of thing, a $360 million field in a very arcane field. And so it, they believe the Justice Department is trying to prepare possibly a bigger case against the big tech companies uh, in the United States. And this is a bit of a trial balloon to test some of its mm. theories. Really? Yes. So it's sort of getting this, this is kind of like a practice run in some ways. And the concern is the American airline, American Airlines um, and other airlines, United, also testified um, uh, sort of prodded heavily for the government to get involved because they're concerned on antitrust issues. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't always uh, all love and, and roses with fair logics and Sabre, right? I mean, a few years ago, they were 
at each other's throats. Can you can you tell us why? And- yeah, one of the big problems that um, the Theralogic CEO has is that he has been on the record saying negative things about Sabre for quite some time. He, he, the company's been around since 1998, uh, and they have sort of, Jim Davidson, who's the CEO, has appeared in various panels. In uh, 2013, he said, quote, Sabre has wielded its monopoly power in an attempt to destroy Theralogics in uh, some testimony that was submitted as evidence. Um, and uh, the European Commission in um, Watchdog Group in Europe has also been investigating Sabre and Amadeus, and supposedly he testified in that in uh, 2018. So he, he has been a critic or a skeptic of the uh, companies like Sabre for quite some time, and that has, they've been, the government has been using that against him in this case. Interesting. I, you're, no, people, you're not usually in a position of criticizing your future Employer, a potential future employer. Which also gets to, you know, Sean Menke, who's the CEO of Sabre, uh, he, he was in the odd position of uh, having sued Sabre in his yeah. past life uh, when he was at right. Air Canada, um, uh, and he tried pulling out of the distribution contract over similar, vaguely similar kinds of issues. Okay, now are some of Sabre's competitors, uh, are they, uh, have they filed briefs, or are they um, at all, do they have a dog in this fight with the, in the, um, the antitrust case? They don't have a dog in this fight. They're they're out of it. Uh, and uh, in the states, Saber has tended to be more involved in litigation uh, than the other peers have. Mm-hmm. They've tended to shy away from it. Okay. Uh, so now, uh, last week you were at the federal court um, listening to the closing arguments. I know that there'll be a while between closing arguments and when there's a decision, uh, when the government reached the courts reached a decision on this. But uh, what, if you read the, if you looked into your crystal ball, where do you think what uh, what in the trial up to now? suggests which way this decision could go. The uh, unfortunate thing for a layman is that the judge has been holding his cards close to his mm-hmm. vest. He hasn't sort of had a tell in terms of questioning or the kinds of comments that he's made. It really does seem like a close call or a jump ball in which way mm-hmm. it's going to go. Uh, up until now, uh, the it, it's sort of been a little bit back and forth during the uh, sixth day of, of the trial. The government lawyers got Sabre's head of distribution services, sort of the number two to the CEO, on the stand. The executive from Sabre seemed to be on a bit on the back foot mm-hmm. during that. And there's been some sort of things that have been embarrassing. For example, there were text messages that the uh, U.S. government has produced where uh, top Sabre executives— There's always text messages. There's always text messages. <laughs> Why do they put it in writing? So the, yeah. the Sabre uh, says to another— person, you know, boy, American Airlines is going to be really pissed off at this deal. And oh. the other person responds, uh, and I'm paraphrasing a bit, like, why? Because we're getting further entrenched. <laughs> and, and you can sort of uh, interpret this and y- 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 of course, context is everything in, in these kinds of things. Um, uh, but uh, when we, when I interviewed a lot of people, not from a legal perspective, but who are experts in industry about what their preferences for an outcome were. I had a very hard time finding any industry experts who, who wanted Sabre to lose. Most really? of them thought they won't, they thought the best thing for the industry would be Sabre and Fairlogics to get together because the industry, their argument was Fairlogics is struggling a bit on its own. Sabre has the capital to raise it up. And in the broader global scope, which is not something the Department of Justice would care about, but in the broader global scope, Sabre is competing with Amadeus. Um, and this would help it. It's a little bit outgunned in, mm-hmm. in many markets, and this could help it uh, if it's an honest player and does what it says it wants to do under Sean Menke. Uh, it could help it sort of even up the competition that way. Interesting. And now, um, what does this mean for airlines? 
So for airlines, this is, you know, I mean, I know it sounds a little arcane, but airlines spend $7 billion a year on booking fees through uh, Amadeus Sabre and Travelport uh, in that order. Uh, and Travelport's only about 21% market share, so it's really Amadeus and Sabre. And for an American Airlines in particular, out of the uh, $41.7 billion that American Airlines earned in passenger revenue, got tickets sold and Wi-Fi sold in 2018, 55% of that that came through travel management companies came through Sabre. So Sabre is such an important customer for it. And so they had managed since introducing this so-called direct connection, which is a kind of bypass using FairLogic's technology. They started that around 2017, and they went from roughly 1% direct to 5%. And American Airlines said they saved about $100 million in 2018 by using Fair Logic's Direct Connect instead of using oh. Saber oh. Uh, is 90% cheaper to use Fair Logic's solution than to use Saber. That's what they Nine said zero. in the sand. Nine zero percent. Oh. The head of distribution for United on the testimony said that this is a nightmare. The merger would be a nightmare. Would be his description. Oh, interesting. All right, thank you, Sean. I'm sure I'd love to have you back on when uh, when there, a decision has been reached, so we could talk through the implications for the industry. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Madhu. Thanks for listening. Uh, as usual, if you uh, have any feedback, please reach me at mu at skiff.com. And thanks for joining the Airline Weekly Lounge.